The Pearls of Excellence, a series produced by the Foundation for Excellence in Women's Health in collaboration with the SASCOG, the Society of Academic Specialists in General Obstetrics and Gynecology. Today's pearl is entitled Surgical Management of Stress Urinary Incontinence, authored by Dr. Anitra D. Beasley, mentored by Dr. Laurie S. Swaim, edited by Dr. Christopher M. Zahn. Stress urinary incontinence, or SUI, defined as involuntary leakage of urine during coughing, laughing, sneezing, or physical activity, affects 35% of all women. Bothersome SUI can be managed surgically or non-surgically. Because SUI surgery is associated with operative morbidity, post-procedure voiding difficulty, and development of worsening urge incontinence, surgical intervention is traditionally reserved for patients whose symptoms persist despite conservative therapy. Anti-incontinence procedures are classified as slings, retropubic urethropexy procedures, or artificial sphincters. The National Institute for Healthcare and Excellence considers synthetic mid-urethral slings, retropubic urethropexy, or suspension, and autologous rectal fascial slings as first-line surgical therapy. Selection of a surgical approach depends on many factors, including the need for abdominal procedure for other pelvic disease, concomitant pelvic organ prolapse, and the health status of the patient. The most current evidence supports using a vaginal approach when possible. Artificial sphincters are procedures of last resort and should not be used unless the patient has failed previous surgical interventions. Before mid-urethral slings, the surgeries of choice were retropubic urethropraxy procedures with either the Marshall-Marchetti-Krantz or MMK procedure, Birch procedure, or a pubovaginal bladder neck sling. Both the MMK and Birch are performed via a suprapubic approach and are designed to limit the mobility of the pubocervical fascia. Birch procedures achieve this support with periurethral sutures to the iliopectineal, or Cooper's, ligament and MMK procedures to the pubic perosteum. Because of the rare but serious complication of osteitis pubis, the MMK procedure is rarely performed. Mid-urethral vaginal tape slings with permanent mesh are as effective as retropubic suspension and bladder neck slings, but have a shorter operative time and a lower risk for most postoperative complications. They are now the most commonly used surgical procedure for stress incontinence. The retropubic tension-free vaginal tape, or TVT, and transobturator tape, TOT, mid-urethral slings, have similar success rate but different risk profiles. In general, the most common complications are pain, vaginal mesh erosion, infection, recurrent incontinence, dyspareunia, bleeding, organ perforation, neuromuscular problems, and vaginal scarring. When compared to the transobturator approach, a retropubic approach is associated with a higher risk of bladder and vaginal perforations, vascular injury, and voiding dysfunction, but TOT is associated with a higher risk of groin pain compared to the retropubic approach. Although controversy exists about the role of synthetic mesh used in the vaginal repair of pelvic organ prolapse, there are substantial safety and efficacy data that support the role of synthetic mesh mid-urethral slings as a primary surgical treatment option for stress urinary incontinence in women. 
Autologous fascia slings may be considered in patients who decline synthetic materials, have severe SUI and a non-mobile fixed urethra, are undergoing urethral reconstruction, or who have complications from prior mesh. Rectus fascia or fascia lata slings perform as well or better than their mid-urethral counterparts, but also have higher complication rates. Single incision mini slings are gaining popularity and were developed to shorten operative time and move the mid-urethral sling procedure into the ambulatory setting. They follow the basic procedure for mid-urethral sling, but use an anchor system rather than tissue resistance for support. Compared to mid-urethral slings, mini slings have lower success rates, lower patient satisfaction, and higher reoperation rates. This article was initially written and published in November of 2015, revised in May of 2017, and reaffirmed in November 2018. Be sure to visit our website for the full version of this pearl and to follow up with suggested further readings and references. You should also review the important notices on use and reliance on our pearls articles. Visit us at excellence.org. This article is protected under copyright laws of the United States. No redistribution is authorized without the expressed written consent of the Foundation for Excellence in Women's Health.